listening to the best podcast in the world, The Awakened Soul, hosted by my daddy. I am a sinner, was probably gonna sin again. Lord, forgive me, Lord, forgive me. For things I don't understand Sometimes I want to be alone Yeah Bitch, don't kill my vibe Bitch, don't kill my vibe I can feel your energy from two planets away Got my drink, I got my music I will share it, but today I'm yelling Bitch, don't kill my vibe 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 Welcome to The Awakened Soul. I got a great show planned for you guys this week. This is going to be the episode where I piss a lot of black people off, but I got to speak my truth. We're also going to talk about Affinity War just a little bit. Going to get back into the music. I'll see you guys on the other side. I am a sinner. It's probably going to sin again. Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me for things I don't understand. Sometimes I want to be alone Oh So bitch don't kill my vibe Bitch don't kill my vibe I can feel your energy from two planets away I'm a drink, I got my music Oh shit, say I got Bitch don't kill my vibe Bitch don't kill my vibe Bitch don't kill my vibe Bitch don't kill my Ladies and gentlemen, I had to let that one play all the way out. I'm sorry. I know it was a lengthy intro, a lot of music with very little me talking for the first couple of minutes of this podcast. But I just love that rendition of the song. So, I mean, I had to share you guys with you. Matter of fact, for anyone who's not familiar with acoustic versions of rap songs, I suggest you check it out, especially when the acoustic versions are done by like soul singers. Just amazing, amazing. So we're going to get a lot of that over the course of this episode, but let's get into the topic that we're here to discuss today. And this is going to be a shorter episode. I put out on Twitter that you guys may not get an episode at all this week, but I also, you know, I put in there that more than likely there will be one. So, you know, I'm sitting around Sunday, not with much to do. And I'm like, you know what? I have a lot to say on this Bill Cosby subject. This would be a perfect one for a quick hit podcast for you guys to get something from me this week. And as I said at the little intro, the, the preface is that this may piss a lot of people off. So I'm sitting on Twitter and I'm and I'm looking at this Bill Cosby verdict come down and I see a lot of people and shout out to eight at eight track Brown, um, who's actually been following the case in eight track. I know 
you're probably listening and we've discussed on Facebook, but this this wasn't this this what I'm about to say is not about you because a track has a whole different and I'll, I'll try to bring him on one day to talk about this. So this is what you're getting is just purely me. No Bella on this one, um, which I would definitely like to bring Bella on as well. So we'll see what we can do with that. But I see a lot of people talking about um a lot of black people a lot of my people on twitter just talking about the fact of oh this was a setup oh a uh, bill cosby uh shouldn't be taken down for this what well bill cosby you guys got bill cosby but what about harvey weinstein what about kevin spacey and while yes those bastards need to be taken down as well let's not mix the two and this is what we're going to talk about here let's stop making martyrs out of every black person who does something and let's actually deal with the subject at hand. The fact of the matter is, regardless of color, creed, or anything else, Bill Cosby was found guilty of a crime. And we'll get into the facts of, of, of this, the stuff that I wanted to point out. That in no way means that Harvey Weinstein, Kevin Spacey, those guys shouldn't be taken down as well. Because they should. But to sit here and say, oh, well, I don't care nothing about Bill, Bill Cosby being um, charged or convicted until Harvey, that's stupid. Creeps are creeps. Let's stop mixing race or getting confused with racial injustices with people who deserve to be put behind bars. What then line, what slippery slope are we getting into if now everyone who commits a crime, the first thing you want to go to is, oh, yeah, but let's get such and such over there because they're white because they did it. How about let's just get them because they're also creeps and they did a crime. Bill Cosby does not deserve to be a martyr for black people. He does not deserve to be. And, and this, you know what? Let me not preface it anymore. Let's get into this. So Bill Cosby, um, while while all, not all, but while many black people are sitting here trying to defend Bill Cosby in a sense, um, Bill Cosby doesn't give a fuck about you. I think some people are so stuck on the fact of Bill Cosby and what he was in TV for a very long time. He was kind of all of our fathers. It was, it was the, like he was looked at at that level, but. I think a lot of people are all forgetting everything he's done since then. The whole second half of Bill Cosby's career has been nothing but virtue signaling, nothing but calling out inconsistent, inconsistently, I may add, racial profiling his own race. So what I'm going to, to go back into is the 2004 pound cake speech from, from uh, Bill Cosby. And in this speech in which, a lot of it was front running. A lot of it was like I like I and I called Tyler Perry out for this as well. He he did a, he said a lot of things in here that would get cheers out of people, but it's filled with so many inconsistencies, so 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 much just a lack of of understanding of what's going on. And like I said, he he's really in in many senses just playing. He's cooning. Like no, no, for the second half of Bill Cosby's career was nothing but him being a fucking coon, and everyone's forgetting this. So let let let's, let's take a look at this. So in this pound cake speech in two thousand and four, um, he he referenced how black people, um, were suffering from a fifty percent dropout rate, a fifty percent dropout rate, and which was completely incorrect. And as I said before, it was doing nothing but playing into the stereotype that black people already have and people are just completely completely just missing this so he said that, that he, he mentioned a 50 percent dropout rate as i said um and 
at the time, the dropout rate was only 13%. And that was on a decline. So let's see. So in 1993, the dropout rate was 16%. So when he made this in 1994, when he made this speech, it had already dropped 3%. The dropout rate of black men now is at an all-time low of 8%. 8%. Hispanics in that same time frame have dropped from 33 to 14%. So, so like th- this is the things that I'm talking about. When we want to make martyrs out of our own people, let's let's really do the research and see what this person has done or has not done to really help or to push forward our race. When you push just stereotypes to try to make it seem like you're, you're like you're you're giving the hard edge, like no, you're you're not. Bill Cosby did not do that. Let's go into the next point that I want to make. So, in this in this same pound cake speech. He, he made the statement that we cannot blame white people. White people don't live there, aka in our area. They close up early. The Koreans are the ones that are open 24 hours. So he, you're playing into the stereotype of because white people don't live in our same neighborhoods, that they somehow have not benefited off the hard work of black people or that they cannot contribute to, to some of the hardships that we go through. That's idiotic to say. And then even to play off the stereotype of Koreans owning a lot of stores in in black neighborhoods, which, you know, I mean, I'm sure that was more true at a time or not. But this, this is this is the stuff that I'm talking about. So. Like people forget that, like everyone once somebody goes down or someone's someone's attacked or they want to make it seem like they're being attacked. Or wrongly accused, everyone wants to bind behind and they don't really do the research to know what the fuck they're talking about. They don't, they, they, they just don't. Um, like I said, the 50% dropout rate was one that really stuck out to me. Um, as well as, you know, in this, he, uh, he mentioned how, uh, buying the kids $500 sneakers, but then won't spend two, 250 on hooked on phonics. This, 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 this is just, and this is this is the people now that everyone wants to 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 rally behind. Bill Cosby was convicted of of doing and, and here goes another thing that people don't want to admit or, or, or really realize. Let's not forget that Bill Cosby admitted to giving people quaaludes that he wanted to have sex with. Are we forgetting about that? Is that just being swept under the bridge now? See, this is what I mean. If you want to say, hey, let's go after Harvey, let's go after Kevin Spacey, by all means, I'm right there with you. I agree with you. But when you try to act like, hey, you guys shouldn't be going after Bill Cosby, you should focus on this guy. No, let's take the whole goddamn the fucking underbelly of Hollywood, that 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 the bot side of Hollywood. Let's take all of them down. Black, white, Mexican, purple, green. Fuck it. If Thanos is, is part of it, take his ass down, too. But let's not sit here and say that we can't and somehow Bill Cosby shouldn't be convicted because Harvey Weinstein shouldn't have. That's idiotic, in my opinion. We're going to take another brief break. I'm going to come back with some more facts on this. I got I'm getting worked up here. Let me take a brief break. We're going to get into some more music. I'll see you guys on the other side. In the thunder and rain, stare into my eyes, I can feel your head. Of my thighs 
type of sex crimes any type of rape allegations it that's just something that it, it just always always gets to me and i get a little worked up about it so let's let's get back to presenting facts um so bill cosby was questioned um and i'm going to read directly at least what was quoted as his responses so um here goes the, here goes the uh the transcript is when you got the quaaludes was it in your mind that you were going to use these quaaludes quaaludes for young women that you wanted to have sex with bill cosby's reply yes did you ever give any of the of those young women the quaaludes without their knowledge cosby's attorney objected and told him not to answer the question now i'm not going to sit here and speculate i can't say for sure that he that he was going to say yes to this no one can but the fact is is that when you're on trial and and things like this happen and can directly be referenced to it, it brings into question. Now, Bill Cosby went on to admit that he acquired seven prescriptions of Quaaludes with the intent to give the sedatives to young women he wanted to have sex with. He has not admitted to drugging any of the accusers. Now, that's very, I, I want to point out both sides of this as much as how my personal feelings, and this is where we separate Hayes' personal thoughts on the Bill Cosby scandal from the facts. The facts were that he did say that he did not have, he did not actually admit to drugging any of these women. Okay. So he did go on to say that he gave the drugs to other people. And he said that he misunderstood woman. So this is, this is again, like this is, I'm just trying to present, the facts are with everyone just coming out and adamantly, not everyone, let me not say everyone, with so many people coming out here and adamantly saying that Bill Cosby or having issues with Bill Cosby being convicted. Like I said, let's just, let, let, let's, let's not mix the race issues in with the fact that someone was convicted of a crime when the evidence was presented to them. That does not in any way mean that this that we should support this stopping. He's not the head of this me too movement. He's not probably even the, the the person who's done the most dirt in this. So we do absolutely need to go after people, but let's not bring race into that. Now, if Harvey Weinstein and Kevin Spacey, which I believe I read an article saying that um, New York was prepared to possibly charge Kevin Spacey, um, that they, that they think they have enough evidence now to charge him with something. Let's see what happens with that. If that doesn't happen, absolutely. Let's, 
call that out. Let's have an issue with that. Let, let's protest. Let's do whatever we can about that to get that injustice solved. But let's not link it back in so, to some way say that because Kevin Spacey and Harvey Weinstein were charged that Bill Cosby didn't need to be convicted either. He was convicted on three counts of aggravated, indecent assault, and drugged and sexually assaulted um, Andrea Kitstan. Five other women also came forward, and that's just that that's just sixty of the over sixty women who came forward to, to who's who have come forward and accused Bill Cosby of some allegations. Now, I also wanted, like I said, I want to address the other side of this. There's absolutely I can understand why some people would say, hey, why are people all of a sudden now coming forward once one person did? What I don't have a problem with is people saying, oh, well, people throwing away the fact that, look, there are people who are sexually assaulted who don't come forward until someone else does. And there's many reasons that I did the episode. Go back and listen to Wise Words in which I had a psychiatrist on, a psychologist, I'm sorry, who talked about a lot of these issues. And a lot of it goes to PTSD. So to sit there and throw that all out the way and say, hey, yeah, these people are only could only possibly be coming forward now because they're just trying to jump on the Bill Cosby hate train. That's what I have an issue with, because there are many, many, many people who don't come forward because of the shame, because of the embarrassment, because they're trying to forget it themselves. But that doesn't mean that they have ulterior motives now that they come forward. That's the power of this Me Too movement is that it's it's putting a light and it's giving other people the confidence to come forward because now they feel like they're part of a support group that they're part of of women who are coming together not just women because men are have have to come forward in this me too movement that are all now are saying you know what i don't need to feel shamed about this you know what i shouldn't be hide this you know what i should come forward because your story can help another i have an issue when people just want to sit back and say these people are only coming forward due to nefarious means and want they want to victim shame let's not victim shame Let's have the facts. Let's get the facts. And like I said, there are people who make this a blur, blur line because many people do claim rape and then later say that that's not how it happened or they lie because of this. There are many stories because of that. But like I said, don't just use that or don't even still. That's another thing that you don't need to mix with race. If people are lying or people who have come forward are indeed lying, if it comes out that that. Let's not mix that with race. That, 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 that has more to do with his status than his race. I just want to everyone to, to really sit back and think about this and think about what they're doing when they sit back and say some of the things they've been saying on Twitter. We're going to get into another brief break. We're going to get into some music on the other side of that. I'll be talking about some of my issues with people um, that are having with Infinity War on social media. She's so rolling, ain't no hoe in a time zone 
So this last segment is is to a select group of people, and I don't mean to single anyone out. I don't want to. I don't want to feel like I'm calling anyone out. I'm, I'm throwing shots, but you know, to the and we did this in the Black Panther review. We talked about how the fake woke people were affecting Black Panther, and uh, <laughs> especially on social media, and you know that that same fake woke demographic or whatever you want to call it um that you know they got involved in the movie now they're getting involved in more comic book movies in the mcu um now they want to comment on infinity war and listen and while i am happy that black panther has done a lot to bring more people into this into this comic book movie culture into just enjoying the mcu and for what it is you know for a long time people looked at comic book movies as just you know, basically dumbed down action flicks. Well, Marvel has really done a lot with their movies to make it more than just that. They've really transcended the game. But when you have a group of people who come aboard into that culture just because of one movie, um, and and I don't want to knock anyone for for hopping on the whole Wakanda Forever bandwagon because it, the Black Panther is an important movie in our culture. It was an important important movement is important to have a black superhero be able to do the numbers that they were doing but at the same time realizing realize that you're coming into something that has been established over 18 films in the last 10 years um so when you get to a movie like infinity war which it's really the culmination of all that even more so than the avengers movies like the first avengers was looked at as a culmination of everything that came before it but that was only still what a five-year stretch at that maybe not even that long infinity war is really what everything has been built built towards and when when people come in with the limited knowledge of that and then want to judge the movie or judge thanos as a villain and this is where i have some issues with my own people and the fact that i think so in, sometimes in a rush to just support everything that's black we sometimes lose the ability to objectively look at artwork or look at at things outside of that because we just feel like we have to hold on to what we identify as who and what looks like us. And while Killmonger is one of my favorite MCU villains, and I wish they didn't kill him off, in no way was Killmonger at the level of Thanos. And I may sound like a nerd saying that, but it's 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 more than that because like the threads to Thanos have been planted over the course of so many films that if you really just jumped on for Black Panther, a lot of it you won't get. And I said it, that that this is a fault of Infinity Wars. One, one of the, the few faults of Infinity Wars that this is such a, a huge, like I said, culmination of everything before that there's a lot that if you're just coming in, you may not get. 
And I, I guess it's not really a fault because it, the way that it was designed, it was never going to be a fully contained story. It's just no way to make it something that people can just jump into. Now, they did do a good job at kind of explaining the status quo of all the other heroes at a base level. But to get a lot of that extra depth into the storytelling, you would have to have watched 90% of the MCU movies. Um and so when I when I see people commenting and and just blindly wanting to throw out the fact that Killmonger was a better, better villain than Thanos, it's it's and you can have that opinion. Now I'm I'm not saying I can't come at anyone for having their opinion if that's truly how how you feel, but realize that you may be missing out on a lot of knowledge there by making that comment. Um, I think personally think that Thanos is one of the best villains in comic book movie history um, because of the story that they laid out, because of how sympathetic that they made him. And we'll ha- we're having an Infinity War review, so I'll get into a lot of these in, in more depth in a few days when we do the Infinity War review. But it's just something that I definitely wanted to comment on um, in this episode because, you know, it, it kind of went with the theme of what we were talking about before earlier in the show. But look out for the inf- full Infinity War review. Like I said, it'll be coming in just a few days. But I want to thank everyone. For joining me along this journey, for listening to this episode, this is episode 45 of The Awakened Soul. Now, that's not counting special episodes. When you throw in the special episodes, we have to be pushing 50 episodes that we've done just since July of last year. And we've come such a far away, and I couldn't do that without any of the support that I've had from everyone retweeting and sharing the podcast and leaving reviews and all that. I appreciate all of that. I actually have a review that I'm going to read at the beginning of next episode as well. I'm going to start trying to do that with all our five-star reviews. But again, this has been The Awakened Soul. I'm CEO Hayes. You can follow me at Awakened Soul Pod on Twitter. You can also send me any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. Pod at gmail.com. I'll be looking forward to talking to you guys about Infinity War. And by the way, I want to solicit anyone who wants to have their review or their thoughts on infinity war red email me at that email i gave before you can also send any any audio clips if you want to to that email address and i'll cut them into the show trying to make this infinity war review one of the biggest shows we've done thus far um so yeah be on the lookout for that that's it we're we're signing off tonight i want to say i love each and every one of you guys peace and good night